Before we get into this episode, I want to invite you to join a community of faith-based storytellers. Yes, Faith Audio Network. Now, Faith Audio Network is our online community designed to sharpen and encourage faith-based storytellers to use their voice uh, and overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So if you know that God is calling you to speak up, if you know that in this season, God is telling you to use your voice, whether that be on stages or launching a podcast or being a guest on podcast or even doing an audio audiobook or some type of audio experience, then I want to invite you to join this community. To learn more, please visit faithaudionetwork.com. That's faithaudionetwork.com. Don't forget, you are just in time. June is the month for just-in-time blessings. You're not too late. You're just in time. Hello, loves, and welcome to another episode of the Iron Wifey podcast, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you for joining me for another Sunday, another day, another week, and another opportunity to walk in the Lord's will for our lives. Happy June. Like, seriously, guys, we're like halfway through the year. 2022 is almost over. Now I'm not going to say it's almost over. That's a little melodramatic, but it is flying by. Like I remember we just watched the ball drop on January 1st and here we are January 5th, once again, halfway through the year. And I want to talk about the month of June specifically, because I feel like this month is such a blessing. You know, I don't, you know, when you feel something, you're just like, I feel like there's something happening this month. But when I actually, like, honestly, when I look back on my life, a lot has happened in June. Like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure my high school graduation was in June. And that was like the dopest day because you really thought that you were going to be an adult. And like, this was the end of high school. You were going into a new world and, you know, off to college, you have a summer with your friends and then you're out. Like, High schoolers think like they have the whole world ahead of them and they're just now stepping into adulthood, you know? Um, But even like childhood aside, like I was married on June 16th, 2014, big blessing. Um, I launched Iron Wifey on June 16th, 2017. Yes, I did it on my anniversary. Don't judge me. I just needed a date that I could remember. (laughs) Um, But as far as I can remember, June has always been a special month. And I mean, for some people, that month is their birthday. For some people, that month is January 1st because it's the new year. For some people, that month is April. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, every April, there seems like there's something that happens around Resurrection Sunday. Like spiritually for me, every year, it's around Resurrection Sunday. It's like something dies and then something new comes to life. And it's always birth in June. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like the Lord will give me an idea or he'll give me a vision or he'll give me something to do. And it's it's because of something that had to die in April, like something that had to be resurrected or a dream that had to be resurrected in April. And then I see the fruition of that in June, or I see that come to pass in June. And so for some reason, this month, the sixth month has always been a special month in my life. And so what I decided to do, because I'm like, Lord, why is this special? Is this special? Am I just being a little dramatic and just picking a random month throughout the year talking about how it's special? Um, You know, because these are 
real questions that go through people's minds, especially as believers, because you don't know how spiritual you are. So really, you're like, Lord, okay, I really need to know. Um, so what I decided to do was I asked the Lord, and y'all know what happened? Silence. I didn't get nothing. And then today, <laughs> today, I was walking to the bathroom, and I heard just in time. And I don't know what that meant. So I sat in the bathroom and, you know, when you be on the toilet, you be in those moments where you're like, let me just sit here and reflect on my life. Like, let me really sit here and think about like what that truly means. And I just kept hearing June is just in time. And I'm like, well, just in time for what? And I kept thinking about like all the stories in the Bible that I knew off bat, like, like the bridegroom and they were waiting for the, the, the groom to arrive to the party. And, you know, they were all waiting out there for a while. And then like when he came, they were just in time or like, I thought of Moses when he was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt and like Pharaoh and all his armies were chasing after them. And then like Moses part of the Red Sea and people, I, I can imagine the people in the crowd were like, whew, just in time. Thank you, Lord. We thought we was gonna die. Um, but really I was sitting there in my toilet thinking about what it meant um, just in time. And that is when the Lord led me to the Bible and he was like, just look up the sixth month. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just look up the sixth month because I believe June is special. I don't know why June is special y'all, it's only the beginning. So we'll see at the end of the month why I believe this. Um, but I do, I believe June is special. And for a lot of the big monumentous occasions in my life, they have happened in June. And so, I decided to dive into the word of God because what better way to know and understand and seek the word of God than to actually open up your Bible and read the word of God. <laughs> so yeah, so what I did, because this is nothing, I'm not like a biblical scholar, I'm not a theologist, but what I did is I opened up my Bible app and I typed in sixth month. First, okay, I'm gonna be real with you guys. First, I typed in June, thinking that it was gonna come up because y'all know, you just assume that, the months are the months and the days are the days and the weeks are the weeks when really like time and time back then, whole nother thing. And so I was like, all right, well, if June's not gonna come up, let me figure out what the sixth month is. And so I typed in the sixth month and two stories in particular stood out to me that I kind of wanted to, not kind of wanna, I'm going to discuss with you guys today. And for starters, it was the sixth month where the birth of Christ was announced to Mary. Okay, so let's dive into Mary's story, right? This is found in Luke 1, 26. And yes, I am reading. Okay, so Luke 1, 26, the birth of Christ was announced to Mary. And so the scripture goes from 26 to 38. So Luke 1, 26 to 38. And it says, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee near Nazareth to the virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. Now the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among, among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. And then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. 
he will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. So then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? In other words, how am I supposed to be having this baby if I ain't had sex yet? And the angel answered her and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, have, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who has been called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. And then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now, that's Luke 1, 26 through 38. Now, how does this have anything to do with June or just in time? Okay, so for starters, Luke 1, 26 said that this was in the sixth month. So in the sixth month, Mary was visited by an angel, Gabriel. And so the way that I look at this, right, is that an angel delivered a message to Mary. In the sixth month, Mary received a message. So in June, our girl Mary got this email or got this DM, somebody, Gabriel slid into her DMs and was like, look, you are chosen. You have found favor with the Lord. And so because you have found favor with the Lord, you are going to conceive something miraculous, something great that is going to be brought to term through your womb and that the world is going to find salvation and deliverance from in modern day layman terms. <laughs> um, but really though, many of us have been given the womb as women, right? As women, we have been given the womb. And so outside of conception of a physical child, we have been given this womb to nurture and to grow and to care for the promises that God has given us so that we can carry them into term. We can carry them into a place where they can be birthed and brought to life for others to enjoy. And so when you look at how Mary was delivered this message in the sixth month, first off, Mary was chosen. Like the angel said, you found favor with the Lord. I mean, even before that, right? So he arrived and he was like, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And it says the next verse, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting was this. So Mary was like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And so a lot of us may have received a message this month or may have received a message that we have found favor with God. Or when we even look back on our lives, right? Like I said, there's something special about the month of June. And in this month, so many blessings have taken place in my life. <laughs> and so I believe that June is a month of favor. But in this story, and particularly with our girl, Mary, she found favor with God. And the angel that delivered this message was Gabriel. And so Gabriel delivered a message to Mary. And that message would be carried out and brought to term through Mary. And because of that message, we know a messenger who Mary brought into life. So let me just rewind, right? Let's slow this down, right? Okay. So an angel delivered a message to Mary. Step one. That message 
carried salvation and deliverance for all mankind. Okay. That message became the messenger, Jesus. And we know that messenger as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. Now, Jesus brought a message that his father was going to allow us to be entered into eternal life with him through repentance. And so the message delivered a messenger who delivered a message who delivers a messenger for us to deliver the message of Christ to all people, you know? Um, but no, Jesus brought the, a message and sacrificed himself for our sins so that we could be brought to life. And so Mary carried life and she carried an opportunity to bring other people to life. Now, whether that be spiritual, those who are spiritually dead, those who are physically dead, Jesus brought everybody to life. He gave us all eternal life. So, but it's beautiful because on top of receiving this announcement, right? This is before Mary had sex. This was before Mary was pregnant. This is before any of that. She was just engaged to this dude, Joseph over here. On top of that, the angel Gabriel prepared her because he told her about another messenger, because Gabriel told her that Elizabeth, who was said to be barren, Elizabeth was not supposed to have kids, is also pregnant, and she is now in her sixth month. And so Elizabeth was six months pregnant. And we know that Elizabeth conceived and gave birth to John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is the cousin of Mary. And John the Baptist prepared the way for Christ. He was a messenger in the world who literally warned the world of our savior, of the Messiah that was coming. He was in, he was the one eating locusts and honey in the desert or in the forest, um, preaching that there would be a savior that would come and rescue us all. And so John the Baptist prepared the way. And so when we look at this, like even before John the Baptist, even before Jesus, Mary was given this message and she didn't know how it was going to work out. But the angel told her, just like what you see, your cousin over there who got pregnant and she wasn't supposed to, or apparently she wasn't supposed to get pregnant, just like how she was pregnant, I am going to allow new life to be brought through you. And because she was pregnant, her child actually prepared the way for Mary's blessing. So the messenger was saying how, when I give you this message, there is going to be a way. And even before any of this happened, he said, hey, the Lord is with you. And so not only did June, June, the month of June, the sixth month, bring this grand announcement for Mary, but it brought reassurance that there would be a way that would be made for her. Okay. So that's story number one. Iron Wifey Podcast is designed to sharpen and encourage men and women in Christ. And so when I release these podcast episodes, when I'm recording, when I am praying over what to release to you, the word that God has for the week, it is to send out a message that is going to encourage or send out a message that is going to sharpen others. And in order to send out that message, of course, yes, I post, I put it out there. I have you guys here to listen to it, but I also encourage you to have feedback. I encourage you to let me know what you think. I encourage you to rate, review, subscribe. So if you are listening to this podcast on podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Anchor, whatever you're listening to this podcast on, please rate, review, subscribe. 
it helps it grows the podcast it gets the message out there and it allows for other people to receive a word that's going to sharpen and encourage them but if you're watching this on youtube please subscribe to this youtube channel and comment below your takeaways from this episode because i believe that each and every message that is put out there is spirit spirit driven and god-led and so i just want to make sure that i am being obedient and i know that i am being obedient when at least one person is impacted by this message and so if you are that one please let me know comment below how this message has helped you and that's it so let's get back into this episode Okay, so a lesson number two or story number two, right? Because we, the first story we found for the sixth month was the uh, Christ's birth or Christ, the announcement that Mary would give birth to Christ. That was story number one. Story number two is found in the book of Haggai one, and it's the command to build God, to, the command to build God, to build God's house. Wow, guys, I can't talk today. The command to build God's house. <laughs> Boom, there we go. So Haggai one. And so Haggai one, this is verses one through 15. It reads, in the second year of King Darius, in the sixth month, so here we are in June again, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatil, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, saying, thus speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, this people says, or these people say, the time has not yet come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet saying, is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses in this temple to lie in ruins? Now, therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways, go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because my house is in ruins, while every one of you runs to his own house. Therefore, the heavens above you withhold the dew and the earth, and the earth withholds its fruit. For I called for a drought on the land and the mountains, on the grain and the new wine, on the oil, on whatever the ground brings forth, on men and livestock, and on all the labor of your hands. And so then Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatel, and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the words of Haggai the prophet as the Lord their God had sent him and the people feared the presence of the Lord and then Haggai the Lord's messenger spoke the Lord's message to the people saying I am with you says the Lord so the Lord stored up the spirit of Zerubbabel the son of Sheatel governor of Judah and the spirit of Joshua the son of Jehozadak the high priest and the spirit of all the remnant people and they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts their God on the 24th day of the sixth month in the second year of King Darius. That was a lot, I know. So let's unpack this, right? So first off, another story on the sixth month is the command to build God's house. Now, when we look at this story, these people are building their beautiful homes. They're building their homes. 
but they're not building their spiritual home. They're not building the temple of Christ. They're not building the house of the Lord. And so when Haggai comes, Haggai is a prophet. Haggai delivers this message to these people that says, y'all are saying it's not time to build the, the, the Lord's house, but why would you believe that if you're building your houses and your spiritual temple lies in ruins? And then he says, consider your ways. And so when he says, consider your ways, many of us are maybe in situations in life, maybe in seasons in our life where we feel like, as the scripture says, we've sown much and bring in little. We eat, but we don't have enough. We drink, but we're not filled. We clothe ourselves, but we're not warm. We're earning money, but it feels like there's holes in our pockets. The money is just disappearing. And the Lord says, consider your ways. Before you can build your temple, before you can build your house, before you can go ahead and cash out on all these things that you want in your life, your spiritual house needs to be built. You need to work on your spiritual temple. And so I have called you, this is the time to build this house, because if you don't build this house, there will continue to be a drought and you will continue to grind and you will continue to feel like you just keep on grinding and grinding and working and working and grinding and you're not getting anywhere and you're spending and you're spending and it just feels like you're just spending only for it to just be flushed down the drain or fall through, you know, fall through holes in your pocket. The Lord says, first, you need to build up my house. And so many of us are grinding. We're grinding, we're working to make ends beats. And we do, we feel like we're putting all this money out, but it just keeps disappearing. You know, we're not able to save as much as we want to. We're not able to um, buy that, that house that we want or that car that we want or the, the dream business building that we want, whatever it is. We're not able to do it. We feel like there has been a drought and we're just praying for a financial breakthrough or we're praying for the Lord to open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain down abundant blessings on our lives. Like a lot of us are in that season, not even gonna lie. A lot of us are in that season. And so the fact that Haggai, and in this chapter, Haggai is this prophet. Haggai delivers this message that says, you need to build up your spiritual house. You can't you can't allow all these other things to happen when your temple is in ruins. You need to build up your spiritual house is saying that we need to make sure that we're spiritually in good standing with the Lord before we can do anything else. And so Haggai delivers this message to the people. Haggai is our messenger this time. He delivers this message to the people. And it shows that our relationship with God is first and foremost. And so until we get our relationship with God in order, we will just be I don't even know an analogy. We'll just keep burning the candle on both ends. There we go. That's a good analogy. <laughs> um, until our relationship with God is in order, there's going to be a drought. We'll never achieve that abundance. And so Haggai's delivering this message that could bring the people prosperity and wealth into their land, but first it requires their obedience. And so in this sixth month, I'm curious, what is it that requires your obedience? What is it that you're more focused on than your spiritual relationship with Christ? What is it that is becoming a God in your life instead of the God of heaven, the God of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our heavenly father? What is it that you are placing before God? Because the thing about Haggai's message is there is prosperity, there is abundance. Yes, you are in a drought, but the Lord is saying that you can get out of that. You just need to be obedient. 
And what I love about this passage is that the people of God obeyed Haggai's warning. They obeyed his message. You know, when it actually, when we look at verse 12, it says that the people feared the Lord um, and, and Haggai, the Lord's messenger, and Haggai reassured them by saying, the Lord is with you, or I am with you, says the Lord. And so that is what's like really stirred up their spirit to be like, okay, let me go grab this wood. Let me go grab these resources that God has given us and let me work on the house of the Lord. Let me build that back up. And they did that on the, the sixth month. And so whether we are carrying out God's promises, um, whether it be a vision that is birthed in our womb or a vision that has been conceived in our womb that we are called to carry the term and give birth to in this wor world, or whether we are called to be obedient and build up the spiritual house, to really build up our spirit man, to allow the Holy Spirit to consume us, to order our steps, to guide us, to advocate on our behalf, to focus on our relationship with Christ, whatever it may be, it is in this sixth month that we are called to be obedient to the Lord, that we are called to be obedient to his voice, that we are called to heed his commands, that we are called to carry out whatever it is that he has called us to carry out. And all these things happened in the sixth month. And so my theme for the month of June is just in time. Just in time. As I was going to the bathroom, all I heard was just in time. And so that's what I'm gonna give you just in time. The theme for the month of June is just in time. And so what that means is it's not too late. It's not too late to do what God has been telling us to do all year. Remember, it's the year of execution, y'all. It's not too late. It's also not too late to renew our relationship with Jesus Christ and to work on our relationship with God and place him first again. Because in this moment of this month, right now, under my voice, we are just in time. We're just in time to receive that announcement that's going to change our lives and the world around us. We are just in time to get it right with God. And we're just in time to watch our grind transform into a lifestyle where we are flooded with blessings and prosperity and abundance with grace and ease. We are just in time. We're just in time. We're not too late. The door hasn't been closed. We haven't taken our last breath. We have been given today. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it because we are just in time. And so I am curious what it is that you need to be obedient to, that you need to um, accept the announcement to, that you need to carry to term in this month for it to be a month of just-in-time blessings. I'm curious because I am believing that I am just in time. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take messages, the messages from both of these stories, um, the message from Mary's story where Gabriel said that I have favor with God and I am a chosen woman and that God is going to bring or going to birth out something grand in me that is going to lead people to salvation. I accept that. I declare that. I decree that over my life and yours, if you agree. And I'm also going to take the time to say that I am just in time to make sure that my relationship with God is first and foremost in everything that I do. Because honestly, y'all, as I've been building businesses, 
it is so easy to be like, well, you know, I don't want to offend everybody who doesn't believe in God. I don't really want to like, like allow my business to just be a Christian business. But when we are followers of Christ and we are Christians and we know who we serve, serving God is inevitable. It's inevitable. And so if that means that I help faith-based entrepreneurs tell their story in order to sharpen their connections, cultivate community, and really write copy that conveys and converts people into clients, then I guess that's what I do. If I know that I am my message and that I am called to create a course where I teach people how to be their own message and how to own their story, because God says that you shall know them by the word of their testimony, and I believe our testimonies are powerful, then I guess that's what I'm called to do. It's not up to me to remove the word testimony just because it may offend people who, not, who aren't necessarily Christian. And so I have been reminded of this. This is, this is for me. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. But if you're going through a similar situation, then praise the Lord. It resonates. But I've just been reminded that God has called me for a reason and a purpose that is supposed to bring glory to his name, even in the business world. And so I'm just in time to make sure that I am able to birth out what God has given me and to make sure that I'm obedient and that I build up my spiritual house. And so, yes, the month of June, just in time blessings. I declare it, I decree it, I believe it, I receive it in Jesus' name. And I am praying for you as well um, who have turned or who have tuned in to this episode of the Iron Wifey podcast. Now that's it for this week's love. I'll be back next Sunday for another episode. I think I'm going to bring a guest on this time. I feel like you've been listening to my voice for a long time and it's time to switch it up. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I'm just really excited that you guys are back with me for another week. I'm excited to have you here again today and I will talk to you loves next week in another episode of the Iron Wifey podcast. Don't forget you are just in time. June is the month for just in time blessings. You're not too late. You're just in time. Bye.